Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you wanting to start something, but you've no idea where to begin? Well, today we're going to cover some areas that are going to help you with this. Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo here to help you take control of your self-esteem and confidence. It's hard when you want to start something, right? You don't know where to begin. There's all these bits of information, particularly on the internet these days. There's a wealth of information, but sometimes we're crying out for wisdom. And I've been in that situation many times, and that's why I wanted to make this episode. People have these ambitions, these passions, like I did, like you do. And we want to start something, but we just, we get so overwhelmed and it's a real, real struggle, right? So have you experienced that? The chances are you have, particularly if you listen to this episode today. And for me, when I started to write books, it was a big challenge. I was like, I want to just write a book. Oh, my God. Amazon has got so many steps to do, even though Amazon, they're brilliant at publishing books. It's really intuitive once you go through it, the process. But I thought about I've got to get a cover design. I have to get the right measurements for my book. I have to think of ideas. Actually, that wasn't too much of a struggle because I'm quite creative. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. There was so much to do. When I started a YouTube channel, it was where do I begin? What do I make a topic on? How do I make episodes exactly? And even though these things are actually made as simple as possible, and that's what companies try and do these days, they try and make things as simple as possible because they know people like that. But at the start, it can seem really overwhelming. And you might be experiencing this, particularly if you're starting a new business or new venture. And then when I started a podcast, quite a lot of things to do. But in the end, I got a hang of it and it's a natural process and system now. Or even when I started my coaching business, how am I going to attract customers? What am I going to talk about? How am I going to serve them at the best level? Which is always what you should aim to do. Add as much value to people as possible. And I'm always going above and beyond as much as possible to create new content because I know people need to hear things and make it as simple as possible. But anyway, at the beginning of something, you're always so overwhelmed and we're we're trying to make these really, really high standards for ourselves and it can be a bit overwhelming. Now, what's the problem with this and your, your self-trust and your self-belief? If you find it overwhelming, there's, there's a chance you might want to give in or stop making commitments yourself. And that results in a lack of trust or a lack of commitment to yourself. And therefore, that can impact on how you feel about yourself. So therefore, it's really, really important that we try and get on top of things we want to do. And this is what I'm going to share today, how you can not get so overwhelmed and how you can just make a start on things as much as possible. And these are some of the things I've used from my experience of writing books, from coaching people, from podcasting for making YouTube videos that have definitely helped me, even in the corporate world, in my job when everything seems overwhelming.
So here we are. The first point is know your outcome. What do you want? What is that big picture? And I've been talking to a couple of people about this recently, particularly in messages. But even if it's someone just starting out in their coaching or it's just someone I've been in contact with. What do you want? What's this big picture? Not what's your to do list for today. What's your to do list for the next week or the next month? What do you want? We need a compelling future and a compelling future drives us, really incentivizes us to do the right things in our life. Understand what the big picture is and why. Why do you want it? Not what do you think you should do because society's conditioned you to want, but what do you actually want? Think about what, if, if money wasn't an object, if things weren't an object, what would you do? Okay. What would you do? What would your real big dream be? And then what's what's your goals from a year? from a year from now, I meant to say, what are your big goals in the big future? What would this fancy vision look be? And don't hold yourself back, right? As many things that are actually obviously physically possible you can do, but also dream big. What's going to be your big, big future? And then what's a one year goal for you from there? And you can divide this into your financial goals, into your relationship goals, into your emotional goals, your spiritual goals. Divide it up like that. OK. Because that's going to help you identify what you want and a real put a real why behind it. And that's going to make you want to take more action because you've got this big, compelling future in front of you. When we don't have a compelling future, life can become miserable. Now, for me, I've got massive goals. I'd love to be, and I have this belief that I'm going to be this big speaker on stages, talking about what I believe in, in the personal growth world, in self-esteem and confidence. And I'm working towards that constantly. And by doing things like my podcast, being on videos, doing speeches to people, going on shows, I'm working towards that, but that's my big compelling feature. And it's about enjoying yourself in the process, in the journey, because if you're waiting for the outcome to make you happy, then you're always going to be miserable because your happiness is conditional on something else. But having that big desire, that big drive is really, really going to help you get started and take the action. Know your why behind it. The next point is model someone. This can save decades. And this is what all the personal growth gurus preach. Model someone because it can take decades off your time. And <laughs> there's particularly a big market for this at the moment, especially in the knowledge industry, in the personal growth world and in generally. People who have already experienced it and gone through something, and I do this myself, will share with you services, whether that's coaching, whether that's courses and things like that to help you progress through your journey quicker. So if you if you know your outcome, is, and that's why I put that as the first point, and understand what you really want and why you want it, look for someone you can model. Who's achieved it? Now, it might be you're just starting a small business and you've got a friend who's a bit further along in it than you are. They've got something similar. Look at what they do. Look at what they've done. Have a conversation with them. But if not, there's plenty and plenty of resources on the internet to help you these days. So model someone, understand. And when when I say model, look at these are these are the three things you've got to do when you're modeling someone. So look at their beliefs. So 
I'm just thinking of Brendan Bouchard uh, as an example for here. So Brendan Bouchard's a big name in the personal growth world. What are his beliefs I would look at when, what are, what's some of his physiology? How does he go in day to day to get himself in a great state to feel good and take more action? And what, what are actually the systems and things he does in his life to progress in personal growth? And he's one of the best personal growth coaches in the world. Um, I won't go on to Tony today. I wanted to use another example. So, for example, I might model him. But for you, who's it going to be? What do you want to achieve? And what are they doing? And how can you model that? My third point. Now, this might sound a bit biased, but it's very true. And I wouldn't be in the right industry if I wasn't promoting this. But get a coach. OK, getting a coach and I've experienced this for myself. I'm not just a coach. I've actually had coaches and it's changed my life. Get a coach, because when you talk to a coach, a coach will actually explain. Well. Will help you explain to yourself and become more self-aware of what you need to do. Having someone who's got the experience to facilitate your thinking and work with you to achieve your goals is really, really going to help. Now, you've got many coaches, many coaches have different styles, but a coach is going to help you reach your goals a lot quicker. Now, it's not about them standing there or sitting there, whether that, that's probably online these days, as most my coaching is and most coaching is. But when they have the conversation, it's not about them telling you everything you need to do. That's kind of mentoring and mentoring is a good option as well. I've had mentors as well. Mentoring, they're going to give you expertise in an area and tell you, but a coach can give you a little bit of expertise, but they're going to help you work towards your goals and help you understand what you need to do and what's the right moves for you. So that's going to help you really get clear on how you can get started. And when you've got these blocks, how you can overcome them. Now, the fourth point is create a routine. Okay. We can look at our actions and what we need to do to achieve our goals, but that can be forever a to-do list, what you need to do step by step. And therefore, we get caught so far in the future rather than what we're doing now. Creating systems and routines is a really, really effective thing to do. And it's going to allow you to be more present. Thinking who you need to be and what you need to do over and over again is going to get you to somewhere a lot quicker and progress. Now, for me... One of my non-negotiables is regularly practice talking to myself in the mirror. Now, this sounds crazy. Are there better speakers in the world than me? Yes, of course there are. But I'm working every single day to practice how I speak out loud to people because it's such a vital skill. Likewise, I am constantly reviewing what other coaches are doing and trying to add to my coaching material to make me an even better coach. And I work on my voice exercises and make me a better podcaster. Now, could I improve? Yes, I could improve a lot more. But if I look at myself from a year ago or two years ago, I've improved so much. And that's why you need to look at routines and systems that are going to help you get into place. It's not about thinking, right, to start, I need to create this massive, massive to-do list. Now, you do need to have the idea of tasks and goals you need to achieve. But look at the routines that are going to support the person you need to be to achieve to where you want to get. And that allows you, like I say, to be more present and just looking at improving little bits each day. What's going to be your non-negotiables? 
if you want to be a chef, what would be a non? That's just a random example out of the top of my head. If you want to be a chef, what would be a non-negotiable? You probably want to be practicing cooking every single day. You want to be looking at recipes every single day. If you want to be a writer, what do you want to do? You probably want to be writing every single day. And just start with something. Just schedule in 20 minutes for working on something. Now, if you say you haven't got 20 minutes a day to work on the thing that you want to get better at and you don't have time to start that, you're lying to yourself. If it's that important to you, you would make that time. Okay, Uh, there's, there's no argument about it. There's always time for the most important things. So think about how you can start a routine or ritual for something you want to do. Don't focus on all the tasks you've got to do. Think about how you can just get a little bit of something into your day each day. And then the final point, get in the right state. I was kind of touching on this a little bit with my Brendan Michard example. But getting yourself in the right state, what I mean by that is if you feel good you're going to take more action. If you feel lousy, you're lacking energy, it's going to be a real battle to do things. Now, you might do things, but it's going to be a challenge mentally and physically. So getting yourself in the right state every single day is really key. I start my day off by embedding certainty into myself. I start my day off by listening to some uplifting music, jumping on my trampoline, doing some priming to get myself in the best state possible. And these are some mental exercises and you've got to find the right fit for you. But also making sure you're eating the right foods. Your foods, I emphasise this so much, your food and drink is key to how you feel. If you're constantly eating sugar, you are going to find it really hard in life. If you're eating more organic foods, more natural foods, Now, you don't need to be pure organic, just eat healthier. It's going to be a challenge if you've got sugar because it's going to affect your concentration. You're going to feel a bit more anxious and stressed. I'm not saying you can't have any treats. And actually, I've gone on a no sugar challenge. I've been doing that for the last couple of weeks. And the difference is so noticeable. But looking at actually what you're eating, looking at your physiology, making sure you're getting yourself in a good state. That's the last point. Okay, so those are my tips on getting started. And those things are really going to help you get started. You need to shift your habits, else nothing will change. You need to change how you feel. You need to understand what you're going for. You need to model people. You need to get the right right people in your life. You need to get a coach. You need to get someone who can guide you. You need to start looking at these things, or else nothing's going to change. Okay? And... And I've been there. I used to be anxious, down, have low self-esteem and overwhelmed sometimes. But then I started looking at my habits and they weren't great. I was eating too much sugar. I was not listening to the right information. I didn't have the right people to support me. Now, what I want you to do is think about what's a change you need to make in your life. And I'm going to give you one action. Okay, you can take on board and do what I've talked about today. But here's your action for today. I want you to write one thing you are committed to doing today towards going towards what you want. It doesn't have to be a massive thing. Maybe it's making a phone call to someone. Maybe it's writing. If you're wanting to be a writer, maybe it's writing a page. 
maybe it's posting something on social media just commit to one thing you want to do today that's going to move you towards where you want to go don't overthink it just do it and if you want even more materials free resources in terms of your self-talk how to get through overthinking or in fact the habits of confident people who do just take this action and go forward then if you click in the description i have a link to some free resources for you so just click on that and you'll be able to get your hands on those thank you so much for listening today if you've appreciated this please share this with friends and family and give the podcast a rating just so we can reach more people together i appreciate you and remember make that decision to take control of your self-esteem and confidence